0: Good evening, and welcome to the Boom or Bust Enteroff Fantasy Podcast, and we are in our 24th Teamless Tuesday, or as I've got here, 24 Teamless Tuesday. I'm your host, Stuart Lord, and tonight I'm joined by Mitch Brown, our expert physio, home from a long day at work. How'd you go? I'm happy to be home from a long day at work and doing the podcast, mate. Excellent. Uh, and we also have uh, Nick Lord, who is our stats guru and... Fantasy Nugget, you're back to a nugget, mate. That's it, mate. What to do, baby. Excellent. We also have a guest on tonight. We have uh, John Linquist as well, uh, king of comical metaphors. How are you going, John?
1: Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, it's been been a been a very interesting week, should I say.
0: Oh, fair enough. Oh look, uh, guys, as always, you know, if you're this far in the season, you don't know we at at or Bust in a Roller, You've probably been hiding under a rock. Uh, but, yeah, we are always at Boom or Bust NRL. And, look, we'll get into the leagues because we're in the final for our three head-to-head leagues uh, finals. So, in the Chaos League, we're in our um, uh, preliminary finals. So, in the top of the rounds, I'm still in this league, fortunately. And I'm up against NRLFL Mad Monday every Monday. And that looks like a pretty close one, mate. I reckon I've got you, though. The other one we have here is Threat Level Midnight, in NRLFL, who's got a very strong team, up against Kiwi Cookie, who has no trades. So Kiwi, you got lucky last week, mate, but I think you probably sprung this week, unless you pull something out of the hat, Daniel Cook. And in the other half of the league, uh, Maka, unfortunately, mate, your uh, run in the bottom half of the league is coming to an end, Dean, because uh, Papa Don't Bleach probably has you there. And the NRL War Destroyers, I reckon we'll get it out over Casho's Dream Team for the uh, consolation cup
2: so nick what's happening in your league mate Are, is this finals week for your league? it is it is it's grand final uh chur Brothers knocked me out he nearly put up 1100 and oh, i stood no chance against that so we've got Cher brothers up against Yamanis, which should be a really good matchup it's looking uh pretty tight at the moment so uh we'll see how that one goes in the bottom bracket we've got uh, mount wellington mantis versus low-key lucas Nice. That one should go down to the wire by the look
0: at this this prediction. Mm. Hey, Mitch, what's happening with your league, mate?
3: Mate, we've got uh, NRL, FL, Gods, Warriors. Uh, that's Luke Zaragoza up against Team Kakafugo with uh, Alex Blakey in the finals. Uh, currently, Team Kakafugo is uh, predicted to win and in the Constellation league boys my strategy worked i made a final in something uh i'm up against uh uncle nick's accountants and uh look <laughs> i uh, i'd love to defeat another nick particularly another nick who turns out to be an accountant
0: um oh, i think he's talking about nick Politis. i'll be honest uh, with you
3: so. <laughs> either way right um yeah, but but he's got like
1: four magic trades or something, like up uh, his sleeve. He's got
0: some sombrero. <laughs> Pays off the ref.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise
3: he's uh, currently predicted to beat me, but I have um I'm foxing with a couple of guys sitting in my emergency for loops, so it's gonna be close I think if I look at it, uh, I think I've got him by ten points at the moment. So it's gonna be tight.
0: Ooh. Yeah, no, that's that does come down to it. And the boomer bust overall. Uh, guys, I love the amateurs. Is and I love the amateurs more. Are still, first and second, big cats has been a big mover up. Uh, he is look unless he absolutely pulls something out here, he's probably not going to make first. But he's doing very well. Uh, the other one is I'm trying to think if see if there's any huge movers here. Uh, NRLFL Toby Wong Kenobi thousand and ninety last week, so big move up the ladder up to ninth there. Uh, well done to you. And guys, uh, how are we doing for overall fantasy,
3: Nick? Man, I'm on the slide, I'm 1,280. What about you, Mitch? Uh, I'm on the up and up. I've got up to 5,600. So boys Ooh. in the space of the last three weeks, I've moved from 9,000 up to 5,600. So uh, i am definitely achieved my goal of being in the top 10,000 after a bit of a shaky period there. And maybe I can crack the top Four or five thousand. If I keep going the way I
0: am, oh, for sure. If you got a trade or two up your sleeve this time, of yeah, year I and do, got, and you're playing 17, you will start moving up because a lot of guys who are high up, um, they're, they're out of trades, and with you know a few players out this week, they'll be in a lot of trouble. Uh, and John, mate, it's, it's like, did you move up or down this week?
1: Um, I moved down, uh, I, I ran out of trades. Very Ooh, early, yeah. um, trying to chase my way off the bottom of my head-to-head ladder. Um, yeah. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Fair it didn't okay. work out. I'll, I'll, um, I'll look, one, once Cleary, Dylan Brown on on his head. Uh, that was all over Red Rover because uh, no Nico Hines. That'll do you.
3: Oh yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that's that's pretty rough. That's a big miss. No Nico Hines for the season. That that one hurts. Nico has been the fantasy king. Of I think I hasn't? picked him up
1: a week before, but no trades left can't get rid of cleary you know just oh that's, rough. that's a lot of cash that is, rough.
0: is all right and look i had a even though i lost to you mitch in a head-to-head league i did actually shoot up the ladder a little bit so i'm up 400 or so positions 878 so a bit of a oh, in sales so look doing well uh, but yeah, unfortunately, I did lose to Mitch uh, in the in the head to heads this week. So yeah, bit of a lament on my part for that one. Uh, fortunately bad luck, mate. Uh, I mate, it, it is what it is. But you know, I, I would have loved to win. <laughs> uh, look, uh, let's get into the injuries this week because there's quite a few. Now, Tommy Dearden, right, mate? He he might be a bit lopsided walking around
3: this week. What happened, Mitch? Mate, he ruptured his testicles and. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty sure. bad but what's more impressive is that uh, he didn't make note of it to any of the medical staff to the recovery the next day so um, either he has nuts of steel or he just has a ridiculous pain threshold because he's having surgery for that so that that'll do him for quite a few weeks I would say we saw that with uh, Tyson Frazel last year that hmm. it was sort of a four to six week type uh, op so she not Harris to beat it too yeah, it's we've seen a few of those. I think that's the there was another player who did it as well. I think that's the fourth in the last couple of years. So, uh, Tommy, if you're out there listening, uh, mate, you're a tough dude because I I wouldn't have I'd had to be carried off the field
2: mm-hmm. if I
3: had that injury. Uh, that'd be the end of me. Okay. Um, Tyson Prizel, is... <clears throat> Tyson Prezel's back this week. So uh, we talked about his rib cartilage uh, issue. We have said in the past that that's a one, two, three-week type of proposition. Certainly, three weeks as far as their peak performance. And what we saw was that injury was aggravated uh, in the warm-up. So any Tyson Frazel owners out there, he's not going to be right now for the rest of the fantasy season. Oof. If you've got a sell, it's time to sell him. Uh, and I know that that one really hurt Wendy uh, in the fantasy league for us, and that that allowed the All Brown final, which is fantastic. Um, Daniel Saifidi, he's back from COVID this week, so we're thinking there might be a little bit of a drop-in performance with that. Uh, Just from a a conditioning point of view, that can knock the players around, so maybe a a 10 to 15 minute drop-in minutes there. Andrew McCulloch, thank the Lord his season's over at St George, he's got a knee injury. I did hear on the telecast that that was an MCL, it hasn't been listed at this stage, but with two games to go, I would be surprised if we saw him in the red V again. Do, do you reckon he retires after this anyway, after the season? He is well over three hundred games now, isn't he, mate? He looks—he just looks a bit busted. Maybe he does a year or two out at uh, in England, but I think his time in in the NRL is over. I can't see too many takers other than maybe maybe the Tigers picking him up.
0: Oh, they—they um, they, got Appy.
3: Oh then there you go, so they uh, don't need
0: anyone. No, nah, look he's he's signed for next year, so en- enjoy the road boys.
3: Jeez. Good old rough. hook, he's
0: signed for twenty three. Enjoy that
3: mate hook's got to go i've said it enough luke garner head knock uh he's going to be up for a week ken mamalo so not much info there it's listed as two weeks we can only assume that's a grade one groin injury now with groin injuries guys the thing about them is they have a low recurrence rate but they're tricky to get right so two weeks could turn into four so again if you've got ken at that two week mark time to sell uh alex Seafarth shoulder we don't know what it is so Again, two weeks to go in the fantasy season. If you got the trade, sell him. Patrick Herbert, much the same with his knee injury. Uh, Philip Sammy, now he's listed as an HIA. Is he? Uh, he's he, he's listed, week? but he'll have to pass protocols. So it's
0: right. one of those ones because so, he's
3: the last game. He might I mean, make it, but... Yeah. If you own Phil Sammy on your fantasy team, you've got other problems. <laughs> <to be> completely. <laughs> yeah,
0: d- Draft, though.
3: Draft, I'd still be looking for someone else. That's That's true. Uh, Ruben Garrick, so shoulder injury, and that does him for the season, which is going to bring Talatau Kula into fullback. So if you he on to Kula, uh, gee, I might actually trade Aiken for Kula. That wouldn't be the worst thing ever. Uh, Tyrone Wishart, syndesmosis, um, so that's going to be the season for him as well. Xavier Coates, anyway. HIA um, for a week, and then Aaron Clark, MCL. Well, even at a grade one MCL with two weeks to go, that's going to do the Titans for the season because... They are not playing finals. So, plenty of injuries, guys. But um, given that we're so close to the end, pretty much anything now rules you out of the fantasy season. So, you're kind of praying that no one gets hurt if you own them. For sure. Yeah, uh, injuries
0: this time of year, they really do sting a lot. Uh, especially because they'll, um, you, you know, although they, they won't risk them to come back for one game for, you know, because they don't care about fantasy, do they? Uh, yeah that's exactly right alright and okay so a bit of news in the naughty corner this week for the judiciary Uh, look Dragons are all up front so they won uh, against the Titans this week and they they won pretty well but they also lost a bit because Francis Molo grade 3 careless high tackle and I don't know whether you guys saw that do you reckon grade 3 was pretty fair for that Nick?
3: didn't see it mate I saw it. I think that's harsh. I thought it was a grade two. Fair enough, John.
1: It's pretty bad. It, it straight up just smacked him off the side of the head. It was a haymaker. It was Mike Tyson esque. Like, I would
3: <laughs> say I would say because he was wearing a red V, it went from a two to a three. Uh, because they're uh, a thug, yeah. they're a thug team, He's, right? The uh, Dragons are a thug team. At uh, the they uh, if you're
1: wearing uh, black and purple, like they, they give you a medal. <laughs> Why? they just walk you into the grand final
0: but he, he, he also did i did see like he was going forward and then one moment the upper half of him was not moving forward anymore it <laughs> was going backwards <laughs> while the bottom half of him was going forward still so yeah he, he, he got pretty smacked by paul francis molo uh did uh philip sammy so because he did not come back from that he was done uh so Francis Molo, so he's misses four matches, so he will be out for two matches next year. Uh, that only matters if you want to buy Dragons forwards next year, which by the look of their signings, you do not. Josh
3: Maguire. Could the Dragons be untouchable next year, Stu? <laughs> like uh, they Sullivan. this year, mate. That's Jay- what I mean. Like, could we have two years where we don't touch the Dragons? Uh, Jaden Sullivan. And maybe Jack DeBellin, actually. He looked quite good, but we'll get to that later. Yeah,
0: and he might be priced out, though. So... There's a couple, but only if the young fellas make it through. Uh, Josh Maguire, somehow, uh, grade one dangerous contact only gets a $1,000 fine. Uh, I guess it's because it's not the same offense as all his other different offenses. Uh, Moses Embi, grade two careless high tackle, gets two matches. That's his season done as well. Uh, Tavita Pangai Jr. continues his ability to be unpickable. Uh, Early guilty beef guilty plea for a grade one dangerous contact victor radley surprise surprise grade one dangerous contact uh jeremiah and oh. jeremiah nanai grade one dangerous contact now that's his second find so the next one that he gets for that he's done so just be careful for that if you look if you hold on to nanai you're laughing but uh just watch out and james tamo guys grade three contrary conduct now john wow. did you see that one
1: did and I thought, wow, you can get suspended for being right these days. Like I thought it was so like because that moment before see he's uh, in about the five metre line. Someone like goes right down, cannonballs into him. Um, He loses the ball, calls it a knock on. Two minutes later, this is on the attack again. It's looking like they're going to crack 80. It's already a cricket score and um, look, someone from the same team slides off Looked almost identical to the other one, and the whistle goes, and you're down nearly seventy points. Um, I don't know many people who who wouldn't have a crack at the ref at that point. Like he's been in successful sides, and this is this is a horrible way to end it for him. Mm. So yeah,
3: Mitch? can't talk to the ref like that. Yeah, can't that... talk to the ref like that. Sorry, talk to the ref like that, you cop the penalty. That's true. You you pay the toll. The, it's yeah, still that...
1: a penalty, but. Yeah. Can now, see where it's coming from.
3: Can't, can't, can't talk to the ref like that, man. Do that, you get sent off. That's fair enough. I, I did. Uh, I did
0: say that uh, though. James Tamo is paying for the fact that he wanted to extend his career by a couple of years and make that big money, and he's paying for the fact that he went to the Tigers.
1: Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> like you, you know, wouldn't you have rather taken less money and gone to England and at least enjoyed playing for
3: the Catalans over in France? <laughs> this is the exact problem with the Tigers, though, is that no one's going to want to play with them because of that, that exact fact. It's like, why would you want to finish your career up there?
0: That's it. Look, Arikopp, Api Korosau's trying to put the best face on it at the moment. And, you know, Isaiah Papali looks like he's hasn't found a way to renege on next year. But, yeah, I'd, I'd be bloody worried.
1: Look at Moses Embe and uh, Aaron Woods. They both picked the-, the Dragons over going to the Tigers. <laughs> sure, I'm sure they feel so much better about that. Although, yeah, I, I he,
0: here we go. Uh, it, it sounds like uh, in other news today, like t- just a little bit there, uh, Andrew Fafita is this is his last season with the Sharks. He said uh, he might be interested in going back to the Tigers. I think the Tiger season is done if they get him in there. Like he's just, he can, he can play like 25 minutes a game. He's not reason- a
2: culture buy.
3: Yeah, so why are you buying him? Like, because he's not a he's not a he's not a quality forward anymore, is he really? Like, the other reason he's working at the the Sharks is because they've got such a good stock of forwards.
0: Yeah, and and, uh, Aaron, uh, yeah, and Aaron Wood said the same thing actually. He's like, oh, I might go back to the Tigers. It's like, yeah, it's like a retirement village.
2: Yeah, I mean, he could could go. It's what the Rabbitohs used to be,
1: Roo. Yeah, it's I think not. it fit better at the Dragons because, like, if you're wanting to pick a team to win the 2013 Premiership, the Dragons are it. Um, but, yeah.
0: Oh, but b- so by the so way, the uh, James Tamo won the successful downgrade, so he's only going to miss one week.
3: Yeah, I can live with that. Oh, that's fair. So, so, so he, he misses he a week. He popped a send-off, man. It's like, that's enough. Yeah, so
0: he, he did that. He'll miss one week, but he'll get to have his farewell game. So, I think yep. we will see, we'll see one last game of James Tama. We'll see the West Tigers lose by... Who are they playing? Around 25? They're playing... Oh, oh, what a game to win the season. Tigers versus what could be a dead rubber against uh, Canberra Raiders. So, we got, depending on how that goes, it could be the worst. Tigers could win that.
1: Game. B1? Tigers could win that. Oh, Where it didn't, didn't that yeah, get... D- downgraded because like you know one of the words he used was four syllables and uh, maybe they just gave him a Scrabble score on top of it <laughs>
0: <laughs> fair enough alright so let, let's go in with one thing we all got wrong this week guys so look for me I had the worst game probably this year for Haas and Murray or at least for a long time they're uninjured but they got rested and so it cost me the season in the family league fortunately I've still got my record charge for the boom and bust Chaos mode. Still in the hunt for that one, at least this week. Nick, what's happening?
2: Um, I tried to help out Wendy's Wonder Boys this week. And whilst David Feeder was a good trade, uh, AJ Brimson didn't bring home the chocolates. And unfortunately, Wendy's Wonder Boys got sunk by Anthony. So that's just life, you know.
3: I don't think anything was stopping Anthony this week. He punched out a monster score, dude. AJ. Yeah. He was uh, boys, I had a pretty clean slate. I-, I couldn't see any mistakes I made at all last week, so that's two weeks in a row for me. My my team fired. Pretty uh, well, I will. I will slide you a boy little boy, bit, mate. Good.
0: You've been talking at Ben Hunt all season, and then you benched I him. I
3: didn't. I had to bench him. No, I'm, I had just, to, I'm know, just saying i saying you benched uh, him. Good call. <laughs> it-, it was it was a necessary move, uh, and it guaranteed me the win. It was awesome. And, and Ben Hunt's probably my, my one whiff of the year, but I'm going to be right about him right in the hunt for the Dally M, uh medal. He just just can't yeah. score fantasy points. And I think it's because he's on a dud team. They're just frigging awful. Yeah. They got 40
0: points this week and he only got 40 and like 40 points on the board and he only got 39 fantasy.
3: So It was the first time that Hook uh, really seemed to let Amon get involved and I thought the attack was a lot better for it. It was yeah. much more... So they're two-dimensional instead of, oh, Ben Hart's on on the left. I I wonder where the ball's going. True. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I mean, I guess he doesn't really score in fantasy because they sort of hide him in defense a bit. Um, He seems
3: to make a lot of missed tackles though, doesn't he? Like he seems to get out quick on the line. A bit like Liam Martin and then someone else tidies up his mess. I think
1: him and Jack Bird at one point were tying for like, you know, most missed tackles in the comp. Um, yep. and no matter how many 40-20s you kick it's it's not going to be good for your score eh?
3: no <laughs> so, he was getting like earlier in the season he was getting 10 missed tackles a game so it's pretty hard to score anything on that
0: yeah fair enough uh, john how about you mate what 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 happened i I heard you had a bit of a trouble in draft
1: um i did i mean I had Bradman Best the week before. Um, I, I dropped... Uh, so, he actually scored all right last week. I think I think he hit like a 35 or a 40. That was enough for me to um, get get the chocolates in my matchup. Uh, this week, it was all looking so good. After the Storm were playing, Jerome Hughes hit a 49. Brandon Smith finally came good with 59. Uh, you know, with the Panthers, Liam Martin hit 62, almost double his average, which I was really happy with. Um, and then, you know come up to the tigers game and i could have picked probably anyone that was available on the free agency list for center and i went with luke garner um and that got me a beautiful one Ooh, <laughs> so, ouch yeah yep
0: no that's that's gotta hurt yeah no what one with an hia Fortunately for us at home, the, the players at home, it means Luke Garner will be tasty cheap when he goes to play for the Panthers next year. So, yeah, he'll uh, bring his average down a little bit for us as, and all those weeks playing off the bench or at centre. Anyway, let's get into the round 24 games. So Thursday night, uh, hopefully a good game. I'm hoping it's a good game. The Broncos have been pretty irresponsibly bad. We have the Broncos versus
2: the Eels. Nick, what's happening with the Broncos? Mate, Kurt Capewell has been cleared for his crunch uh, for this crunch clash after the star back, back rower rolled his ankle against the storm, and Brenko Lee, with a hamstring, returns the centres with Deloise Hoita, in moving to 18th man. Man, that's a hard name to say correctly,
0: because you could say it like De-Louise 5 Hoita. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you could go, you could go Hoita. You could go Hoita. I don't know. <laughs> I'm confused. Anyway, I uh, uh, don't
1: want to eat too many of those. <laughs>
0: <I tell> oh <you. laughs> uh, well, okay. John. Well, what's happening with the eels, John? What's happening there? oh <laughs> uh, um, with
1: the eels. Um, oh look, I didn't get to catch too much of their game last yeah. week. Um, but we do finally... Uh, I mean, it's been nice seeing Mike Acevo finally come back into form. Dylan Brown has been fantastic lately. Yeah, um, yeah so look, I, I can't see too much else happening with them at the moment. I think they are finally hitting their stride. But then again, every time you think they're hitting their stride... They give you a game like they did against the Bulldogs uh, mid-season, so yeah,
0: and and, and that's true. And look, and they've, they've kept their starting side together this week, but um the bench has changed up a bit as well. So uh oh. Makato has come in, and Jake Arthur is back in. Yeah. So and they've uh, replaced Bryce Cartwright and Ofiki Ogden on the bench. I thought Bryce Cartwright's a bit hard done by, but I don't know, maybe it's vaccination season down there, and he doesn't want to get it. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Maybe- moving on look I'll kick us off this week I just want to say Dylan Brown uh, We, you know how we were wondering whether he'd return to form or not uh, you know we were a bit worried about you know him coming back with Moses uh, but apparently no they uh, Moses back in it d- didn't really have much of an effect he pulled out a 73 so yeah leave Dylan Brown alone he's uh, he's doing well and the Broncos have looked pretty soft, uh, around uh, both Adam Reynolds and especially Ezra Man. So yeah, that's that's it for me. Uh, Rich, uh, sorry, Mitch, Reed Money. <laughs> that's what I do. Oh, uh, dude. so
3: guys, Reed Money, a bit of a down week, but honestly, nothing to panic about. I was just having a bit of a look at his stats just a second ago. The big thing with Reed is he had thirty six tackles versus the week before he had sixty five. So in uh a week where the Eels were just dominant against a pretty lack, lackluster Bulldogs team. He just isn't an attacking hooker. He got the 80 minutes. He had a couple of demerits, but nothing out of the ordinary. Um, I would expect a much better performance this week against a team that's got a bit more starch up the guts. So if you've got Reed, do not trade him. Um, you know, maybe you go across to uh, Jaden Braley, but Reed, it, it, the Parramatta Eels have everything to play for, and the Knights don't. I can't see too many other better options, unless you can, of course, upgrade to Harry Grant, Appy Corrissau, or potentially Damien Cook. So, Reid Marnie, don't panic. Look at the Eels run home. It's a bit stiffer. They have to play well. He'll be doing a lot more tackling, and if you get lucky, he might bag a meat pie. Oh,
0: yeah, that's true. If if they start playing up the middle against the Broncos, Ah uh, Nick, what are we? What are you looking at, mate?
2: Mate, um. Oh, just uh, <clears> the <throat> classic Papaletti with 63 and 60 minutes, which is awesome. Um, I don't think he's quite captaincy-worthy, guys, um, despite being a stud. I I think the main thing here is just to see where um, he ends up next year from a fantasy point of view of which team he goes to. So, it's just want to keep an eye on. Uh, Payne Haas, guys, 32. Ooh. Ouch. That hurt. Um, if you... Yeah, in 52 minutes, um, you can't expect him to do much if he isn't getting that high 60s, low 70s per game. And he went off uh, for Reese Kennedy in the 52nd minute when they were getting tailed up. Um, he didn't come back, so um, just don't bother captaining him either. So just put a line through those two forwards for your captaincy options this week, guys. Yeah, no, that's that's probably pretty fair. And John,
0: Adam Reynolds, what are you thinking?
1: Uh, look, he only he only got a twenty four out to playing eighty minutes last week for a guy who's meant to be such a good game manager. Um, I think really he just lost the plot a bit there. Um, look, he had two errors, six mixed six missed tackles, um, and only forty total meters gained for the game. For a guy that you want really running uh, everything, like I thought he did pretty terribly, and also just look, it, it felt like he was going back to his last, you know. He looked, looked like he's was going back to some some, some pretty you know bad, bad habits. I think in the first minute to be like sort of going for glory with some massive like over-the-top kick, you just see like they're throwing every, the kitchen sink in the first five minutes. Um, oh, I, I don't know. Did, I don't like the look of him going into the finals.
3: Did, did you just feel like maybe he's a victim of the Broncos forward pack not having Pat Carrigan and not giving him the time and space he had when they were making that eight-game surge, like I just feel like he's one of the better game managers. But like all good game managers, if he doesn't have time, it does make the job a little bit more difficult.
2: But I think John's hit the nail on the head there. Like their second play of the game was to kick it wide. Like yeah. go up the guts, you softies. Come wow. on, boys. And uh, he was he was hurt, I think a bit. Kurt well,
0: because he went off injured with that rolled ankle. That's his mate out the side there, sort of covering his backside. And so losing that inside-outside inside, man probably hurt him a bit as well.
1: What an up-and-down game for Kate. Well, I mean, like, he's just in back play and someone tosses him, like, the worst offload I've <laughs> ever seen. I mean, oh, my gosh. Xavier funny. Coates.
0: <laughs> he must be still running laps.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, look, yeah, Adam Reynolds, guys, are... I almost would have him on the chopping block, like just as far as the sell. If you have a couple of trades left up your sleeves, I would trade him. Look, obviously, you know, assuming, you know, DC and Munster might be a bit out of reach. Would you guys trade him to someone like Mitch Moses, Dylan Brown?
3: Not, Di- not yep. Mitch Moses, but maybe Dylan Brown. I think Mitch
1: Moses yeah, is Brown. both alike. Mm. Yeah. D- Dylan Brown go Dylan Brown Dylan Brown uh, fair enough
0: uh, awesome okay well look guys how how we got this one going Nick uh, what do you have the margin for this one
3: uh, Eels by 8 guys excellent uh, Mitch Eels have lost every game they're meant to win this year Broncos by 10 that's true They like that game versus the West Tigers <laughs> <laughs> Imagine losing that's still 100. my favourite moment of 2022
0: oh, uh, my favourite moment is the guy lost 100 grand on that $1.05 anyway moving on uh, uh, John who have you got winning this one mate
1: um, I've got Parramatta by 10
0: yeah um, and look I'll, I'll go the same there uh, just due to the fact that the Broncos they've just looked like the wheels have come off a little bit in the last few weeks losing Paddy Carrigan has hurt them a lot uh, excellent. Okay. Then we get to Friday night's game. Uh, so look, if you're a Panthers fan, get out to Panthers cause they'll get the minor premiership shield, which is uh, great for them. But, uh, if you're just going out for the love of football, don't cause the Panthers are a dollar three against the Warriors. <laughs> so, uh, Panthers this week, big news. Jerome Luai is making early return from injury. James Fisher Harris is also back from suspension. So, uh, Jamin Salmon, uh, you know, gets kicked out to the kennel and Matt Eisenhuth shifts to the pine. Uh, awesome. Uh, Mitch, what's happening with the Warriors?
3: So, for the New Zealand Warriors, we have Chanel Tafita Harris back with that knee injury. who returns in the number six jersey with Dejan Asi dropping to the reserves. Jack Mershie out and Josh Curran earns a start in the second row. Uh Dynamus Louis moves onto the bench. Uh Aiken is out for personal reasons with Ellie Katoa coming in. That's big news. Uh and Ben Murdoch Massilla makes his return uh to the bench from that elbow. Injury. Uh, and that was a dislocation, wasn't it? The elbow dislocation. That's taken him quite a long time to come back from. It has. He's so yeah, that, that that must have been real nasty. I didn't that was one of the ones I didn't see. I saw Bradman Best one that um I had him slated as four to six weeks, and I think it's been quite a bit longer than that actually. It's been ground fourteen, eight. I think. Yeah, so it's twelve weeks. Wow. That's 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 a, there must have been there must have been a fair amount of ligamentous damage there actually.
0: Fair enough. Uh look for me, the only thing I'm gonna say this week, uh, watch out for the Panthers players getting rested late in the game if it's a bit of a towel up. Uh, so especially looking here at uh, a couple of wingers, uh like uh Brian Toto, uh Dylan Edwards, and especially Isaiah Io and Kikau. So expect those four to get a fair bit of time on the pine if the league gets to 20-plus. Um, fortunately, at least for them, you know, Fisher-Harris has had a good couple of weeks to get off and get nice and angry, so he should be all right. Uh, Nick, you've got a fair bit to talk about this week. What's happening?
2: Mate, as I yo, 64. He's 45 mm-hmm. made tackles, no misses, 173 rung meters in the full 80 minutes for a 64. Oh, Guys, I friggin' nailed the Z I uh, 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 on the back end. No attacking stats, one offload. I love the Yo show. Um uh w- would put money on him for Daliam if I could. Um Are they unfortunately close you can't bet on it. Nah, you can't bet on it anymore. Um, because of the uh do you remember, I think, two or three years ago with the Craig Bellamy Coach of the Year, there was some betting scandal. Oh, yeah. That came out, so um, you, they can't trust uh, Deloitte or whoever does it to do it properly. Um, the voting and all that to keep it secret. Um, anyway, guys, you and Aiken, we've, we've got to thrash this out. Stu, you and me, let's go. My argument is you and Aiken is absolutely killing us with 41s in back-to-back weeks against the Dogs and the Cowboys. So pre-season item in high 50s projection right? Playing in the second row, playing 80 minutes as a explosive kind of guy, busting tackles, offloads, not passing the ball, but just, you know, being able to get a meat pie as well. He hasn't scored a try, get up a try with a try assist. He hasn't broken the line or got a line break assist since round eight. We're now around 24. He hasn't got one in frigging forever. So his average from rounds one to eight was 52.6, which was a just a little bit below my expectations if not meeting them and since round nine he's averaged 44.1 scoring a total 530 points so his price for 708k I just think he's been an absolute bust since round eight I, I, I'd say when oh, I bought
0: him
1: if you <laughs> if you bought him yeah that's it if guess you, who I cashed out for him not Joey Manu, Matt Burton
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> mate, if
0: you've got to listen to the podcast, Johnny, I say hold on to Matt Burton. Right, we had a whole like deep and meaningful with Mitch at yeah. that time. going, mate! Don't save
1: my Burton. fantasy season doing that.
3: You know, I do. Oh, I regret it, it now. The,
1: I just kept seeing the price tumble and tumble and tumble.
3: Oh, <laughs> you don't
1: crystallize your losses
0: on these boys. That's the thing. It's like it doesn't matter until you sell him.
1: You know, okay, you guys.
2: Since since round. 9. Okay. Manny Burden has scored 805 points. Joe Manu has averaged 58.8 for 769 points. Zach Lomax has scored 607 points. Jack Bird, who also plays the center position, has scored 604 points. Isaac Tungo has scored 574 points. Valentine Holmes, who's played Origin as well, has scored 533 points. Taylor May is just under. Ewan Aiken's 530 points with 524 points. Guys, Joey Suwali, right, 518 points has ran on. Ewan Aiken has been an absolute bust no, this he year. Has he was good for the first okay. eight weeks. No. Since, then, since then, he's been an absolute
0: bust. No, if you picked him up at the beginning of the season, you have the third best center in your side. If you picked him up and left him in your team, you have in that position yeah but that, that You've just assumes you forget. don't have
2: any trades mate
0: that assumes you don't you have no, zero trades it, it, it also assumes mate that you haven't had to burn a trade to trade him out because the only guy that you was worth trading him out in that entire list there would have been if you traded him to Burton or Manu and either way Lomax 70 yep. points isn't worth a trade for Lomax over the season it's not worth it
2: he's okay. been there he's played he's been consistent His floor mate and, and this Mate, is what you bring say up. Say that's Island, the fantasy, fantasy amateurs more, who's like 20 points behind the leader. That's everything.
0: Nah. Uh, the, here's the next one as well. Look at his floor, because remember, we're also going to look at these ones here. Lomax has had some abysmal scores, as has Bird. It's like 10 points, 20 point games, right? They've had some really... Yeah, and, just, and despite
2: games. that, he, they've outscored him.
0: No, not this season. Only if you pick a slack point in time. And look, no th- things happened like last I'm week. I'm not saying he's got a trial yeah. I'm saying since round eight. Now, nah, not even since round eight. Look, if he averaged thirty, but he's not. He's averaged forty. Forty four point one. Which at centre, right? Zach Lomax was a lifesaver last year at Saviour at centre, scoring averaging forty odd. I don't know. I, I feel like it's insane. If you he's been great and look, it's sad that he's out this week for personal reasons. It possibly I'm guessing with these ones, you know might be death in the family or something like
2: that or you know maybe his partner's having a baby who knows uh but mine i think we could have foreseen that he was never going to stay with the warriors the warriors are stinky we should have gotten off the train that that's my main point i so, regret not getting joey marty for him yeah, oh the big
0: time i just got money for someone else so
3: <laughs> you got lucky i didn't get lucky you got lucky man anyway. you got so lucky you got, you
2: got him before he moved to 5.8. <laughs> yep.
3: You got him on a whim while you were drawing, driving Zoe somewhere. You just had a train <laughs> fart and it's played out for you.
1: you yeah, played some out. Genius.
0: <laughs> uh, I picked him up the 600k for the buy round. Anyway, moving on.
1: Mm, uh, who would have known that he would have just, you know, finally finally picked up the most obvious combo ever and just, you know, maybe kicked a Josh Addo car the week that I sold him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. Hey there, maybe I should kick to the far, one of the fastest and, guys in the league.
3: And, and, and then, and then two, rounds later, man, Baz, two rounds later, John Baz gets sacked and then they completely unlock Burton and that's the end of you. <sighs> Apart from the last couple of weeks, the dog gone back bit back into their shell. I think they've gone into the kennel. They've, they've mailed it in for the year.
0: But they I have. could be wrong. No, they have. All right, so guys, looking at this one, um, look, I'm guessing... To- <laughs> For the Panthers for this one, guys, is anyone predicting below twenty?
3: I think it'll be. Nah. I think the Panthers will be by twenty, just because they'll take the foot off the accelerator and rest half their team. That's true. They,
0: they, yeah, they don't win by seventy in these ones. They don't put sides to the sword because they, they just
2: rest up and play the same game plan each week. Nick, what have you got? I think by forty. I think if the Panthers get any sort of like scrum, they're just going to be scoring every time if it's in like the attacking. 30 or 20, you know, it's just I don't see the Warriors being able sure. to stay with them at all, yeah, especially the Luai kick out shows back in season,
0: so that's, that's that's it, that's going to be pretty filthy. In if... that left edge is back intact, yeah. Ugh. Uh, yeah, look, I've, I've got them by 30. John,
1: uh, look, I'm thinking it's a solid score by drinks in the first session, <laughs> um, and I'm gonna go probably about two for 50.
0: <laughs> no fair oh, enough look, it this. could be 50 it could be 50 to 6 by the end of that game anyway but look get out there if you can if you're a Panthers fan because they'll be uh, doing the walk around with the shield for the last home game for the season okay next up we have the Storm versus the Roosters now this has generally been a cracking game although the Roosters haven't won against the Storm for quite a while so this is down at Amy Park so Nick Storm team what's doing
2: Elise well, Cafusi is back from his personal leave until he came out Kamitha. has overcome his back injury to take his place on the bench. He was awesome last week, actually. Mm. Xavier Coates for, with a head knock. He'll be monitored, and Marion is on the extended bench as cover. Uh, Tyrone Wishart is out until finals with an ankle injury after only playing like a minute or two right before he went off. Ooh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he only came on and started limping. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. And look, real
0: quick for the Roosters, Lindsay Collins. Oh geez this team keeps on getting better. So Lindsay Collins is back. Matt oh. Lodge is oh. uh, on the bench. Matt, as Matt Lodge holds his starting spot and uh Sue so for uh, uh Tayako Ta- Ta- uh is back from that cheekbone injury also on the bench. So we got a bench here, Connor Watson, Egan Butcher, Lindsay Collins and Tayako. Uh, Paul Monrovsky also comes back into the centres, which puts Drew Hutchinson to 18th man. Uh, Look, I'll kick us off really quickly with this one. Uh, So look, uh, Munster last week, we said he'd do well, and he did do well. He didn't get the century that he could have got in the team that scored 60, but that was mainly due to the fact that the front rowers, especially Nelson and a few of the other guys, they really carried that team, didn't they, guys?
3: Yeah, they finally stood up. It's probably the first time all season. I'm going to say since the Storm lost Christian Welch, that their pack started to go forward. So, you know, I thought the Storm were done because their pack didn't look quite right. But they they found a way. And you give Cam Munster and Jerome Hughes a bit of space, you get some serious scores put on you. A may. It. Oh, it was it was it was gross. This this could be game of the year, lads. It could be. I'm hoping so. Like after last week, it left a little bit of a sour taste
0: after that Thursday game. The rest of the games were terrible. Yep. So I'm hoping that this one makes up for it. Uh, But look, the answer is Cam Munster. If you don't have him, get him in. He will still do well uh, against the Roosters. Uh, He will get a bunch, a few offloads. He'll get a few tackle breaks. He's just so strong in the tackle. Uh, And he'll probably get a line break or two in there too. Uh, He won't, get a million attacking stats, but I reckon he'll do very well. Uh the next one up is Harry Grant, guys. I know we've talked about him a few times. Obviously if you got on him when he was about seven hundred K you're laughing. He's back up to seven eighty one. Uh he's showing that he's got the skill set. So he's he's sometimes uh coming out of dummy half just putting people over the line. But at other times guys he's he's sitting one out if Brandon Smith or, you know, is out near the edges. He's still putting his hands on the ball, and that's that's exactly what we
3: want to see in a hooker, isn't it? That's it, mate, right. exactly right. He, he's probably the best hooker in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, he's mm.
0: he's he's certainly up there. He, he's certainly top top three or so. Um,
1: I think. Yeah, my big call on Grant would be that, like, if if I were the AIU, like, I would put money into him because the way he was kicking and the way mm. he gets a quick service inside ten. Like, oh, you'd like to see him, like you know, if you like Union, like playing as a number nine, there, true, be fantastic. The Australian
3: rugby union's dead, though. We don't want anyone going to that. <laughs>
1: rugby union's just dead. Well, they're they're, they're <laughs> yeah. trying to
0: kick it up again. They've reopened the war chest. Uh, but yeah, look, definitely get Grant in this week. Uh, if he's if he's on the wrong side of your head to head matchup uh, it'll probably hurt because the Roosters are likely to go down the middle this week with all those forwards coming
3: back. Mitch cheese mate i said it last week and he looks the same dude again this week he just the last two to three weeks for whatever reason cheese has found his way again like you could blame the hand injury but something just hasn't been right with the cheese all year because he's had those bulldozing burrowing runs uh either out of hooker or first um first receiver getting the ball uh to run it up and he's looked great. He passes the eye test. Uh, Nick, I don't know if you watched the game, but did you think he passed the eye test? Because I think realistically the cheese is back, but I really can't explain why because I've been waiting for it all year and thank God it happened because I really needed it too. But I no
0: good... the, the answer is that I think they, you know, those four weeks they lost in a row. Their defense yeah. was soft. So they moved Nelson out wide, right? To cover um, Jerome Hughes. And, and bullied that side they moved Cam Munster at the back to try and fix up the issues that they had organised in their line and they moved they basically got all of their good players starting on the field so I, I think it's I think it's one of those ones and they've obviously our brain do oh, you asleep.
3: think that Bellamy took him out of purgatory and he's sort of a bit happier for it
0: oh for sure he's definitely happier for it and like you've you know, Craig Billing, I think he, when he gets cranky with a player, they, they stay there for a while, but they couldn't afford to leave him there anymore. I just hate it because he's ruining his average for next season. At one point, he was averaging, what, 30.
3: And uh, so- he was down to, like, low 400s at one stage. And yeah. now he's he's uh, really helped my team value. Like, I've got 150K sitting in my cap. And uh, he is, uh, hang on a minute, yeah. 619K with a break-even of 21. Yeah. So he's actually might exceed his price at the start of this year. He might.
2: And
0: look, he's still only up to an average of
3: 37. He's still a buy next year, but I I just
0: don't want two more big scores, please. Uh, HRA this week.
3: I would not be surprised if he had another one this week. Although you've got to think that Harry Grant plays nearly the 80 minutes this week, whereas I think he had some minutes taken off him last week. I think he played 70. Mm. Uh, Let me confirm that. He played 75. Okay. Well, close enough.
0: Uh, all right. So, look, yeah, Cheese is certainly still worth getting on to. Uh, DPP coverage as well, if you're looking for that last guy and you've only got one hooker, could do worse. Uh, I'd, I'd pick him over Connor Watson.
3: Uh, yep, absolutely.
2: Nick, what are you thinking? Hey, who wants to play some trivia? I mean, Guys, how many how many fantasy centuries has Angus Crichton scored previously?
3: No, I didn't uh, I'll say three and the last one I'll say 2000 and when did they last win a premiership Nick? Was it 19 or 20? Whenever 19. they want to. Okay. I'll say 2019 and he's had three. Okay. G?
0: I'd say three. I know that he got one in 2020. Oh, I almost okay. think that he got one last year.
2: Okay. John?
1: Oh, look, yeah. I said three. I, I think four. Um, because if he's so highly rated, he must have cracked 100 many times. So,
2: When do you think his last one was?
1: No, I think his last one was. Uh, I'm going to say probably early last year.
2: Okay, guys. He's only had one previous century. Yep. It was round 15, 2017 against the Titans where he scored a hat-trick and got 12 tackle busts. So oh. that's back when tackle busts worth more. Um, so it's been a long time you know, for someone that we hold in such high esteem. In Angus Crichton, so he got a double and absolutely uh tore them apart. But guys, I actually have a bone to pick with Nat Butcher. He probably <laughs> yes. ruined everyone's. He probably ruined everyone's anytime try scorer multis. Bloody hell, what a hog with four tries! Seriously, mate, you're not paid to score. You're not paid to score tries. Just keep passing it to your backs, alright? Yeah, if, if
0: Jerry Marnu got on the football? end of
2: one of those, I would probably want have one that head
0: to
3: head. Manu saw and, uh, Soali, and Nat Teddy Butcher sunk, uh, Nat Butcher sunk w- Wendy's team as well. That's it. Single-handedly. Yeah. God bless you, Nat Butcher. <laughs> 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 Give that man a raise. <laughs> no, he's not paid to do that. That was. That, I tell you what, there was some silky moves there. Uh, my man um, Walker. He looked. He looks the goods at halfback. I'm still waiting on uh, Robbo to give me a call to help assistant coach, but hasn't been forthcoming.
0: (laughs) No, probably won't. Uh, All right. Uh, John, what do you think about the storm, mate?
1: Uh, look, I just really love at the moment um, watching how they've evolved in the last 10 years, and I kind of hate it as well because I really dislike the Storm as an organization um, for many, many reasons, uh, going back to probably 78th minute, ninety-nine grand final, look it up. Um, so Storm, Ruck, like the, the way that they're playing with the Ruck, they used to really slow it down for other teams. What I love seeing now um, that the game's changed a bit is like how – Quickly, they're able to get those play the balls inside the opposition 10 metres uh, to the point where they're just drawing six agains all the time. They're clean. You saw two or three tries there where, like, Harry Grant just gets stuck. The marker isn't square and he's able to either just throw that short pass or put that small kick, um, you know, in behind, which is exactly why I think, like, you know, it'd be, it'd be great for, for any rugby union team. So, yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Um, also, Nelson Asafa solomona I had him in my classic team for most of the year um, until I think he, he picked up an injury uh, around mid-rounds. I couldn't name the exact round for you. Um, but... He I think he ended up scoring around seventy, didn't he, in the end. He was huge. Um, and and if you could put a metric on top, um just in how big his hits were, oh, I reckon he would have been hitting 150 Angus Crichton and eat your heart out. So yeah. Thought they were fantastic.
0: No, they definitely were. Uh, Nelson Nelson is worth a look as an edge. If he kept an edge spot long term, I'd seriously look at him because he is absolutely bullying these smaller halves like you could see him running Ezra man like Talatalamone would have the exact same issue right well most people would have the same issues and monster
3: I wonder though if uh, he might get caught out a bit like when St George were using Josh Kerr out wide if teams will figure out how to catch him out in defence
1: oh quite 100% quite. mate yeah, but Nelson can catch so <laughs> it like, a
3: bit, a bit like he might not be able to handle uh, a big mobile dude yeah, that's true. He, he's used to not moving sideways, so you know, if if you get a, a guy who's got a bit of an offload around Nelson, you could actually put up some points. So anything he's offering out wide in defence might be nullified by that. That's why you know they play big men in the middle and little fast men out wide. Just just a thought. I, I don't know if Nelson. I think I think a good team like the Roosters might catch him out here, particularly someone like Joey Maya who has a bit of strength and has a bit of speed. Oof. Same with Crichton and Nat Butcher. Actually, they both can hold their own and they can move so it'll be really interesting to see how they go up against Nelson and off Solomono because I think against you know piss ball teams like the Tigers who couldn't block a cold like you know well, <laughs> well most players are going to play well against them well Nel- Nelson this week will be
0: up against he'll be running up against Kiri Angus, so he'll be up against Angus Crichton but he'll also be up against Paul Momorowski who we know has occasionally had lapses so we'll see how that one goes uh, it's or, a spicy choice it certainly is. I, I look. I, I, I will see how that goes, but I'll certainly be looking with more interest next year at Nelson if he is out wide, just due to the fact that he's just he's got that bit of a boom or bust to him about him. Uh, all right, guys. So who have you got winning this one, John? Who have you got winning?
1: Uh, I actually think this might be uh, a golden point affair, um, and from there it's who can kick your field goal. So oh, I'm really going either way on it.
0: Fair enough. I like that. Uh, Nick, what have you got? It chooks by 20. Oh,
3: of oh, oh. you know what? I could see that. I don't think that's crazy. I, Nick, you and I watched the Roosters at the SCG a couple of weeks ago. They made the Cowboys look ordinary. They made the tag, Tigers look like a reserve grade team. I've got them by at least 10. The Roosters look so yeah. good. They, I, they look scary. They I look, don't. they could they could unseat the Panthers and I, I wouldn't mind seeing that actually. I hate the Roosters, but I don't like, the, I hate the Panthers more. <laughs>
0: see i see that the the roosters <laughs> they kind of got shown up by the pants a little while back it's the teams with that good defensive structure they don't let those soft tries in the Roos the cowboys are still a bit raw they're still letting those ones through they're just trying to get their attack to take it out of them
3: but it just it doesn't pay off against the really good teams maybe so, but kiri's Ke- out r- one running wide again while walker runs the show and that's been the formula to two of their premierships fair enough uh, yeah, except there was Cooper Cronk there. Instead of Sam Walker, so there's a slight difference.
2: It I'd is argue that the Roosters well. are more uh, unpredictable as a, as a result and therefore potentially have higher upside. Oh, no. Uh, I, I feel like Sam Walker is a bit
0: of a greater liability in defense, though.
1: Looking really silky in that outside. But, I mean, it, it, is it as good as those ones from, like, 2018-19 where you had, no. like, you know, Latrell... Um, Teddy Brett Morris, like I've just seen them towel up south. Yeah, you know, that and might be one of the b- final. John John makes
3: a good point there. That might be one of the best backlines we've ever seen without knowing it. That it yeah. was a ridiculous backline. Uh, Teddy, you replaced Brett Morris. you replaced
0: Ooh. Latrell with Momorovsky. There you go.
3: There's your answer. Oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Nick likes mommy but can't pass. <laughs> you, you like, him, but you don't like him that much. No. Uh, Tony Stagg has got an origin spot because of Paul Momorovsky. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. All right.
0: So, look, uh, looking forward here, I've actually got the Storm by 12 in this one. I think if the Storm, if it's quite a good defensive game, I reckon the Storm will win. Uh, but, look, I reckon it's a good game. Definitely worth watching for. Eat your dinner at 6, watch the game at 8. Uh, next, we get to Saturday. We'll try and speed this one up a little bit. Raiders is real easy because they kept the same 17. Uh, I reckon they would have all been dropped if they lost that game versus the Knights, but they won. So... Ricky's kept the faith. Uh, Nick, what's happening with the Seagulls?
2: Uh, Raymond Toimalu vega will debut on the wing for with Alfred Smalley dropped alongside Ethan Bullimore, who's been replaced by Alan, uh, Andrew Davey. Toma Fofofa Sipley will start with Marty Tapau on the bench. Easy. And look, I will kick us off here. Adam
0: Elliott, I said a couple of weeks back, it's probably time to hop off the train. Uh, 36 this week proves the point uh basically from what i can read like for, i watched this game pretty closely watching adam elliott is that for a little while there he was the go-to man playing huge minutes getting a lot of ball uh, but Corey horsborough is now back in the side and back in the good graces as is Corey harrow and ira so he's splitting a lot more minutes and uh so yeah adam elliott is just not doing as much so for me, it is definitely sell time. Sell to anyone you can afford. It's pretty easy to work out. Uh, Nick, Daily Cherry Evans. Well, what are
2: we thinking there? He's been terrible form, but he bounced back with the sixty-eight after making sure that I lost all of my head-to-heads. Uh, he then returns <laughs> to form um, with the try and three offloads, so he's proved less valuable than Munster for myself. And he salvaged that Which is that try, didn't he? Like that last. It wasn't last minute, but I was. He was looking like a thirty for a little while until he got that try. That's it. So, but 68, 68. Um. Anyway, I think if you're a D.C., you're pretty disappointed uh, by the way he's finished the season. So, anyway, I don't think there's much else to really chat about this team, is there, guys? Other than Cola's probably a spicy choice at fullback, right, Stu? I do like he Look, if he's in your team, play him this week. I play him over Savage every day of the week. He
0: looks. He's a better player. So, Cooler uh, is one of those guys that's come into first grade, and he's looked like a first grade guy since the first time he touched the bloody ball. Uh, and having a look at the rest of this side, DCE and Cooler will be the only guys that I would be touching. Josh Schuster is still proving the fact that I guess I'm hoping that he gets that 5 8 role this, this next year because he's probably going to be the first picked if he is and the last picked if he's not. Uh, but that's it for me. Uh, Anyone else got anyone else they want to talk about from either of these two teams? Nope. Let's no. No. Easy. Okay. Well look, uh for this one. <sighs> look, I want the Raiders to lose. I really do. I want to see Sticky blow up as this season blows up. But I also want to see the Rabbitohs drop out of the eight. So I'm going to pick predict the Raiders by six. Uh Mitch, what have you got? Uh Raiders by eight. Excellent, Nick. Raiders by four. John.
1: I've Raiders thirteen plus.
0: Oh, yeah, fair enough. The The Seagulls have looked a little bit soft. Very soft last week, actually. A bit disappointing. Uh, now, Saturday, the Bulldogs game. Uh, Sharks versus Bulldogs cannot get a ticket to this game for the life of me. Uh, so, anyway, but the Sharks versus the Bulldogs, are 5.30 p.m. Uh, Sharks, what's happening, Mitch?
3: Uh, so... COC for Talakai returns from his shoulder injury and replaces Connor Tracy, who's out with a concussion. Teague Wheat, Wilton, uh, with an illness, comes back via the bench, and Braden Trindle goes to 18th man. for Andrew Fafita's last game at home for the Sharks. So, um, see you later, mate. let see it. Uh,
0: okay, and uh, just quickly with the Bulldogs... Luke Thompson, who was out with that awful HIA and also goes home to visit his mum, who was unwell. He's back in the starting side at lock. Uh, Josh Jackson moves to the back row, which is probably good if you're an owner. And Tevita Pangai Jr. drops out. And Chris Patolo joins the bench. Pangai Jr., yeah, it must be Mitch. Do you reckon it's still those disc issues? Because he's he's not Ah. anywhere in the twenty-one
3: could well be mate as we said um that's the sort of thing that just keeps cropping up as we talked about impossibly of having one or two steroid injections to try and settle it and you may find he has surgery in the off season because i don't know if any of you guys have had it but i've had that injury it's painful and it's quite uh temperamental so you know it, it could be settled and you cop a big hit from the side or from the back and he just hasn't looked himself, those barnstorming runs that we were used to uh, with him at the Broncos particularly, but even uh, at Penrith last year, he's just looked slow, lethargic and unwilling to run hard. Outside of the offload, he really hasn't offered much for fantasy. So I certainly won't be ever touching him again. Nick, put him on my list of do not touch, please. <laughs>
0: yeah. And look, uh, just quickly go looking at the rest of this list, Look, Jake Avrillo and Jake Carraz are still proving good value. If you got on them, uh, if you need to play them this week, I wouldn't mind them too much. That'll be a bit of a rough week. Uh, so, and look, no one's written down Maddie Burton here, but we probably need to talk about him a little bit. He's fallen off a bit of a fantasy cliff in the last few weeks. So, uh, like, he got a thirty-nine last week, which you know, as a centre, is is still a bit worrying. He got a twenty-two the week well, before I got versus off that the Warriors. When I did. <laughs> you missed all the 80s and 70s but yeah that's true you, you, the last couple of weeks you've been doing all right uh but like he got a 22 the week before versus the warriors guys like are we concerned about matt burton mitch
3: no there's no better option in center mate what are you, who are you gonna take that's true joe Mann has got the story yeah, it's the toughest question ever like no no but, but, but are we worried Tennessee. about it? No, i'm not
0: saying you trade him but like like what, what do you think the issue is there is his scores gone the, the bulldogs have been stinky it- the the crap (laughs) he's
1: playing for the Bulldogs
0: (laughs) well well, okay worked out slowly so so should we we should be worried this week versus the Sharks at home
3: yes Yes. definitely excellent so do not captain. do not captain him um, for the rest of the year but don't trade him because there's no one No. no one more solid he's just as likely to crack out 50 this week but the issue is the Bulldogs suck and uh Hopefully for them next year, they'll be a better option. But I actually kind of hope that he does have a bit of a drop because it's all outpicked for the centre next year. That's it. No, he'll just be oh. half next year, mate. Uh, yeah. Well, I won't be touching a period next year, will I? No. No, I don't think So I think the can. Bulldogs will still be a bit stinky. I think I don't think Cameron Sorrell, though. He'll He's need the solution.
0: It, well, you need, you need a few years to change that, right? Penrith didn't turn over overnight either. It took a few years. No had to get rid of Guth first <laughs> I
2: mean, we'll have no Gus slander in this place he's going to have a statue
0: someday like King Wally only it's going to cost five times as much yeah. for the bronze that they're going to need to cast it it's going to take it. five years to build it <laughs> That's it would be like the Statue of Liberty <laughs> okay <laughs> anyway at least as much bronze
1: uh, I mean like the, the only thing to fix the bulldog is you know like whoever's assisting coach for the Panthers um, you know and an attacking genius I'm sure he is oh. and uh, he's going to have really great results for them <laughs> <laughs> like, a bit like Trent I Barrett. mean like for Barrett's me once shame on me <laughs> like, <laughs> the only
0: the only good thing about Cameron Soraldo is if nothing else he's won at least some stuff in the lower grades and he brought through those guys who are now performing for the Panthers so hopefully he's able to do that and if not, he's at least able to steal across uh, Stephen Crichton to become a decent fullback for him. Uh, which might actually unlock a bit of that team.
2: So moving on, the uh, Nick Hines, what are we thinking? He's um, our fantasy lord and saviour. He's the runaway fantasy MVP. He's well clear of second place as our poplity by 111 points. So I could dare say he's locked in that fantasy MVP, guys. Luke Thompson, as Stu mentioned, who's oh sorry, as Mitch mentioned, who's back. Um, he's solid return with thirty three and thirty six minutes. So hopefully he drops more coin for next year because, guys, when he gets he, when he gets rolling, he gets rolling. He's an awesome fantasy player. So let's hope he drops that little bit of coin. That's true. He
0: he could be worth picking pick up this next year. And John, you, you've got something down here for TPG too because he's out this round. What do you thinking?
1: Um- yeah, he's like he's he's sat on uh, my draft team for the entire year, Whoa. pretty much. But he's been benched for for a bit of it. He had some really good games, but I just thought like his his minutes just haven't been good enough. Like when he's been on, he's been solid. But then like the the next moment you look over, he's been sin bin or he's walking off nursing another injury. Um, I think really, um, if you were in Bulldogs recruitment, you would feel like that's. Probably one of the biggest disappointments of a year. You would you would hope T P J would be money for yeah. us, Um yep. and that Ford pack should be dominating. we talked about that early like, in the
0: season. They should be, but they're not. Hold yeah, on, John.
1: I mean Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. hold on. I oh, I'm I'm just going, well, we're that's... in we're in round twenty three and we still have Max King as starting prop.
3: Yeah. John, John is a hundred percent right. We we really thought this this pack would be what you know pushed them into the top eight and gave Burton and Adakar all that space, and they just haven't done it. They, they, it's a real gaff with their recruitment, isn't it, really, mate? Like they they've got to be they've got to have a bit of a review on what's happened there.
1: Maybe bring back Gus for a review. Who knows? <laughs>
3: That's true.
0: Yeah. Well, I think Gus had a review, which is why Baz is no longer there. <laughs> One round of coaching. I mean, oh shit! These guys are better than, than, they, than Baz is coaching them.
1: I feel like every team that brings in Gus for a review, like the Dragons did, like a small little report with him a while ago, and it was basically just like, oh, just hire someone who worked at the Panthers two years ago again, and it was like, oh, Anthony Griffin. <laughs> like, no, I
0: don't, yeah. think, I don't think. I don't think he I, recommended I, hire Anthony Griffin. I think he 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 said to keep Mary. That's what he said. Uh, well, compared to Hook, i I reckon you're probably right. About now. Yeah, he would have be been uh, way
3: better. Yep, yep. <laughs> Bring back Mary. Bring back Mary. Mary actually. Bring I back Mary. Saint George may have cracked the eight this year with Mary, but anyway, he, reckon, well, he can coach yeah. forwards. Anyway, yep. or at least bring him back to coach forwards. In in my thirty years on this planet, Saint George have always had a good pack until Hook. Oh, like, but but you got lots of Broncos now. From 10 Good years luck ago. convincing me to buy my membership next year, Craig and Anthony. <laughs> bloody hell! <laughs> yeah,
1: all right. As I said, you'd, you'd win the twenty thirteen premiership with that side. <laughs>
0: <Like>. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So, so the margin for this one, we've all got the Sharkies. I'm guessing by a lot. Uh, any, any dissenters from that? No. Easy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's get on to an interesting Search. game. This game matters a lot. So, uh, this is over at the Stadium. Uh, Rabbitohs versus Cowboys. So, uh, guys, for the Rabbitohs, Jackson Paulo has been dropped uh, and he's been replaced by Isaac Thompson. I don't think anyone was surprised. He probably needs a week off and probably a few rounds of catching practice as well. Uh, And probably just a week to settle settle himself down too after a pretty nasty week online. Uh, Tom Burgess uh, is back from what turned out to be a groin strain. Uh, Daniel Saluka Fafita has dropped... Uh, out of the 17 altogether. And Cody Nicarima also returns to the bench, which is probably a good pickup for those guys as that backup utility. Uh, Nick,
2: Cowboys, what's doing? Mate, Scotty Drinkwater moves into the house with Tom Deaton with the ruptured testicle. The hammer moves back to fullback to oh. fill in for Scotty Drinkwater. And Tom Gilbert comes back onto the bench. Guys, this bench is looking mean. Tommy Gilbert, Cohen House, Jermaine Turner-Brown, and Griffin Neem. That's a lot of big, angry dudes coming off your bench um, to provide a lot of grunt against this pretty formidable and uh, reliable Souths pack. So I'm really looking forward to this one, guys. For sure. And look, Luciano
0: Leleu is starting, uh, which is cool. Good to see. And yeah, Griffin Neem has been a stud this year. Like, not fantasy-wise, but as far as like looking at playing at him.
2: Oh, he's awesome. He's great. Great he looks, hole runner. He strong. reminds me like
0: a yeah. young Liam Martin before he got his face battered too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, a bit, he's a bit bigger than him, though. He's he, a bit bit taller. He is, but like that same sort of, I'm gonna run through you, not around you type of thing. Yeah. But it, and he plays hard. There's no chill, absolutely none. And Griffin names played 20 games this year, but he's still only uh, averaging 24.5. So if he gets a start next year, anyway,
2: moving on. Look, it sounds crazy, but he, he actually reminds me of younger Cohen Hess. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like that. Like Colin Hess, when he was on the edge, just like, just literally just running line after line after line. And that's literally all he did. But yeah, he's awesome. Yeah,
0: I like, I like him a lot. Uh, look, let's let's me crack into Scotty Drinkwater. So named at 5'8. Uh, interesting to see how he goes in the last two weeks under his belt. I reckon he'll do very well because he will pick, he will keep the attacking stats and he'll pick up some kick meters and um, some general play duties, some more tackles. So Drinkwater is. Looking pretty decent this week, so uh, if he had goal kicking, he'd be the absolute dream team. So yeah, put I've put him into my starting uh, seventeen this week. Uh, Mitch, Ruben Cotter, what are we look? What are we thinking about him?
3: Look, if you owned Ruben, you were silly to get him because I thought it was quite risky. But at the end of the day, part of Ruben's issue is that he's probably still not quite a hundred percent back from that hamstring injury, but. I think they've put him into a rotation where he's just, you know, they're going to nurse him into the, uh, into the final. So, he did see a bit of a drop in minutes and, as a result, score. So, he was down from that 56-minute game last week to 51 minutes. So, as a result, he ended up with, I think it was 49 points. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to be concerned about as far as Cotter's performance. He looked good on the field. The main issue is, look, it was a big hamstring injury. They're a big chance of making certainly the, the prelim final, I think, and, and maybe even the grand final. And with that type of injury, your best bet, once you're getting close to that threshold of his normal uh, minutes, is to hold him at a level that uh, will keep him building without busting him. Um, I would think maybe maybe this week he gets his full minutes because it is against the Bunnies and the Bunnies are gonna come out to play. But then you may well see next week, uh, who of the Cowboys got next week? Panthers. I think they, Panthers, okay. So, you know, in a Panthers team, that'll almost definitely rest half their team. He might then have a drop in minutes again because there's no point playing him. So if you have Cotter, probably this is the only week to play him because I think that they have to play him uh, in in larger minutes. But just remember that the Cowboys have the capacity to rotate him in and out. Like this is a fairly well-balanced forward pack. pack. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Actually, that's quite concerning. I'm having a look here. You've got... None of these guys can even play center. You'd be moving who would you be moving out there? You'd be, you'd be moving Reuben Cotter to, to like center or something if one of the outside backs went down or Nanai.
3: Yeah. But yeah. it sort of indicates, Nanai, yeah. it sort of indicates the intentions of the Cowboys that they're, they're probably going to have him rotate ongoing, but if he's going to have minutes, it's going to be this week. But again, just remember it was a big hamstring injury. His minutes are back up. His performance by the eye test looks pretty good, but, there's no point taking that risk. Um, The best way to recondition a hamstring is getting minutes and uh, not redoing it. Excellent. John, Jackson, Paulo, what are we looking
0: at?
1: Look, man, um, he had an absolute worst nightmare last week, but it always could have been worse. Uh, He could have been Tom Dearden and he could have ruptured a testicle. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's true.
0: If he'd done that as well, that would have absolutely been the worst week ever.
1: Yeah, I think I was saying, like, oh, just imagine, like, if he scores the winning try in this game, how good, and then he just, like, absolutely Ben hunted it. Like, he just, (laughs) oh, you couldn't have. And, I mean, look, they say that Ben Hunt's gotten over that whole thing uh, by winning origin, but still I'll never forget uh, 2015 grand final, um, handing the Broncos uh, probably the best moment for everyone who's not a Broncos fan. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, That's fair enough. And Kalol Matangi, mate, you've got got a bit of thoughts on him.
1: Uh, Look, I just love uh, watching the way that Souths use him. They have this beautiful play that they uh, go out to the right, they cut him out, they cut him out, they cut him out. But the way that he runs straight in on that crash play, especially now that they've got Latrell back, adding that extra bit of uh, indecision to any uh, edge there, I think he might be in for a few more tackle busts and uh, maybe a meat pie or two.
2: For
0: sure, look, he he has been one of those guys. Like I know, a few weeks back, you know, I, I showed some interest in him, and he's taken that next step up. You you hit it on the nail on the head this year. So he's averaging fifty point four. Last five average fifty seven. So he's got a lot of subtlety to his game for such a big dude, eh? Yeah, he sure does. And and the fact that yeah, you, if you got Latrell at the back and Keon running the inside line, that's that's a rough. Uh, defensive choice temporary. Okay, yeah. Well, you've got to be so running at one mullet. of the two. You can't be flat-footed trying to stop either of those two. No.
1: The mullet's terrifying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> uh, for sure. Yeah. And look, he had a bit of a bad week versus the Panthers. But look, I think, you know, again, as we said, playing them is not great for your fantasy score.
2: Uh, now, Nick, what are we looking at? We mentioned uh, Tommy did, and he cracked out a seventy-three, which was pretty awesome. And I really think he cracked something his else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He then, um, uh, uh, not Joe, not Joey Leilua, Luciano Laylui is in nice form. Guys averaging fifty-eight in his last three. He played the full eighty last week to mark up his pricing for next year, which sucks. Oh, um, yeah, Cam Murray, guys, this yeah, Cam Murray slipped uh, with a forty-five in 60 minutes so no attacking stats but plenty of work so obviously he needs it 70 to 80 minutes to be the top 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 middle fantasy uh, middle in fantasy he's not worthy of captaining to be honest do, do, do you reckon
0: he, he won't get it this week against the Cowboys team which is all middle
2: Um, I think we'll, we'll get to captaining later but I just wouldn't for now ok um, moving on point. yep yeah. now fair enough Okay, and look, this this game matters a lot. So, for
0: the Cowboys, they can almost guarantee well, they're shot at a top two slot, or at least they'll have a pretty good chance if they win. Uh, Rabbitohs, uh, they got the Roosters the week after. They could potentially drop out of the eight entirely if they lose their next two games. So, this, this is a really important game for them. They're almost guaranteed to stay in the eight if they win. So... Who have we got winning here? Mitch? Uh, Bunnies by 12. Excellent. Uh, Nick? Uh, Bunnies by 4. Okay. John?
1: I think uh, Bunnies 13 plus. I think Dearden's a big out. Big out.
0: Yeah, it's a bit tough. And for me, look, I'm going to go the other way. I reckon the Cowboys. Plus twelve. I reckon that they might try and go straight up the middle. And I think there are a few bunnies that might be a bit bruised from last week. All right. Uh, Excellent. So let's get to the the next game. Uh, Sunday. uh, Go out to the park. Spend time with your family because it's the Tigers versus the Dragons. And don't watch it. So the Tigers... (laughs) The Tigers, uh, let me read this out. It's, it's like a frigging disaster. So after last week, so Ken Mamalo is sidelined with these groin. Junior Palga takes his place in a wing. So if you're using him to loop like I did, good luck. Uh, James Tamo is also at this week uh, for his contrary conduct. He got it downgraded, but he's still missing a week. Joe Offengawi moves to prop, which will hurt him a little bit. New Brown shifts to hooker. J- uh, sorry, shifts to lock. And Jape Simpkin comes in at hooker. Thomas Freeband starts in the second row for the injured Alex Safar. Jacob Little rejoins the bench, which is how far deep we're down is that? We've got Jacob Little coming off. We've got three hookers in this team. So we have Jake Simpkin. We have Fenua Brown playing lock. And then we've got uh, Jacob Little coming off the bench. Uh, and we got an Enerald debutante in uh, Ketion uh, Kartoga. So good luck to you, mate. So there's a few changes in the Dragons team. Who do I like the most for this one? Mitch, mate, cause you're the member, you get to read out what's happening with the Dragons.
3: Oh, yay. <laughs> um, suspensions have also, not a surprise here, impacted the Dragons with Moses Embi, and Francis Muller out for being flogs. Uh, the versatile Jack Bird shifts to centers to replace Embi and Jack de Bellen moves to lock, don't hate that. Last week's milestone man, Aaron <laughs> Woods moves to starting prop. Can someone get hook out of town? What the hell is that? Uh, Especially after you let joined... that
0: frigging try in from Feta oh, last week.
3: God. Oh my You know what? That 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 guaranteed my win against you. So that was fine. Oh, um, I was so <laughs> filthy about that. Bring <laughs> Aaron Woods.
0: I should send him a mean tweet, but he probably can not bash me.
3: Jackson Ford, no, mate, he he couldn't catch you. Don't worry. Jackson Ford (laughs) is the bench with veteran uh, number nine, uh, Andrew McCullough out. Thank gosh. Jaden Sullivan will start hooker, loving that. Mm. And uh, young gun uh, fullback Tyron Sloan has been named on the bench to sit there and watch the Dragons play for 75 minutes. So enjoy that, Tyrell.
0: I'll put him on a wing if you had to play him. Uh, All right. So Mitch, Jack Bird.
3: Yeah, mate, he's been looking pretty good. I wouldn't get overly excited. The the problem with Jack Bird is you just don't know, like this week, where he's gonna play from week to week. I think if he was um, guaranteed to play lock this week, I might've actually picked him up as my replacement center for UNA. He looked fantastic and dynamic in that position. The risk is at centre, you just don't quite know what he's going to produce, though. I do think that St. George might run up against a number against this Tigers team, particularly looking at their wingers and centres. I mean, I think Zach Lomax or uh, Bird could have a day against them, uh, depending on which side they they want to go down. Awesome. And obviously, Ben Hunt, who we're
2: not talking about. Moving on. Uh, Nick. (laughs) Nick. Uh, Joe Offer and Gowie, guys, to be rock solid and play the full 80 minutes for a 60 last week. He's averaging 63.2 in his last five. Starting prop, so hopefully he gets a bunch of minutes for those who haven't. Um, but he's played every single game this year, so he's been an
3: awesome buy regardless. Nick, did last week we had, I think we posed the question, who'll score more, Joe Offer or uh, Yo? It looks like Offer's going to pretty well match him, right? Particularly if Yo gets a rest next week.
2: That's what it, that's what we're coming down to at the moment. Yeah, I think YO's ahead. I could be wrong. Four points. YO's up by four points. Oh, so was but it last week or the week before that question came up? There
0: last might week have the, might, have, last might week. have been the last week. Yeah, I can guarantee yeah. you because I bought I bought YO la- in last week. All right. Yeah, right. So,
1: All right. Was it was, was Gowie the highest scoring player for the Tigers last week?
0: I think he was the highest scorer playing for them. For I think he was. Yeah. 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 yeah he so,
1: is. Right. So. The, the Roosters actually got a higher score than their highest NSE score on the Tigers.
2: <laughs> Ooh, and <it> is... that's <sighs> rough. That's brutal. Oh All goodness. right.
1: If you're gonna if you're gonna pack it in, I, I feel like the Tigers at this point are kind of like you, you remember how England used to bring out those cricket sides like 2007, and they are saying like at one point they're just gonna get like whoever's playing backyard cricket whose mum is English. It's like the Tigers at the moment. Like, have you ever seen footy on in the background of the pub? You're playing hooker for the Tigers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. They they got everyone at the moment. Okay, here's here's an interesting stat for you guys, right? Something I wouldn't have picked at the beginning of the season. So, if you picked up Joe Offengawi, uh week one, a you've gained three hundred eleven thousand. So that's huge. B you've scored twelve hundred and four points for the season, which is enormous. Thirdly. The next highest scoring player in this team is James Tarmo on seven hundred and thirty-nine points. So he scored like four hundred and sixty more points, sixty-five more points than his nearest rival this season. He's been awesome for that team, yeah. And after that, it's Luke Brooks who's out injured, and Jackson Hastings who's out injured, and then Tuilagi, right? It's it's terrible. So you, you can see fantasy has really affected. Uh so has been really affected by how bad the Tigers have been. Apart from Joe O'Flaherty, uh he, yeah, he 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 would be a um, like a contender in a lot of other teams. That's how well he's played this year. Uh John, Jaden Sullivan, what are you thinking?
1: I like the look of it. Um, look, I mean, they've only got him slated for a projected twenty-seven and hooker. Nah. But he is playing against the Tigers. So that could could be anything. He he hit up a 45 last week. The Dragons were humming with him there. Amon knows his game really well. Um, I guess just the Dragons having someone who doesn't have a Zimmer frame at nine would just be really nice to watch. (laughs) Um, If I were the Tigers, though, I might look for some nice little darts up the middle. So... Yeah, it could be a good one. Uh, I could go on for hours about the Dragons. Um,
0: <laughs> no. no, for sure. Oh, uh, uh, look, look, Jaden Sullivan, I like him at hooker. I think he adds a lot of speed. And I think the Dragons, have, they have an okay forward pack. I just think that they they haven't had someone to really keep that roll on going. They haven't been able to look up this play the ball into the next play the ball into a
2: pushing the advantage mate, line. We always get friggin' Sinbin or sent off. That's our
3: problem.
1: Uh, it's, it's, team like, of it's Team of grubs. I just think, like, if... Like, man, I think they're just a team full um, of part of my French here, but I think they all have dicks for fingers, like, because they just cannot <laughs> catch, especially after points. Uh, every time, it's like, you know, first receiver, one out, hit up, you're going, oh, great, he's going to punch it up the middle, and he just loses his lollies. Oh, if, if I were a hook, but even so isn't it hook's fault uh, yeah that's
0: Ugh. true I'm, I'm also surprised I'll be honest with you after the week that Aaron Woods had so he missed that he cold. he missed <sighs> look Fafita made him tackle, look
3: like a but, but it fly. was
0: he, he, he didn't even tackle him properly right Fafita just kind of walked around him as Aaron Woods fell towards him and tried to go low
1: Fair? can anyone really tackle for feeder properly. Like, he is a monster yeah, if he runs but, properly.
0: But, he, look, if he tried to tackle him and fell away, that's fine. Aaron Woods didn't even really get his arms around him, which is which is what frustrates me. Uh, so, look, you know, and the fact that you've got these other guys in the side out there who can't get a shot like Josh Kerr. Uh, anyway, I find it a bit sad. Uh, all good, guys. So, for this match, uh, who have we got winning here? Mitch
3: I've got the Dragons by 20. I I think they should put a bigger score on them, but they're not capable of, you know, keeping the Tigers out for at least two or three tries. Nick? Got them by
1: 36. Wouldn't mind that.
0: There's there's a lot of players out for that team. So, yeah, that could put a big score up. John?
1: Based on the Dragons' history of when they should win by 40, I think they're going to lose by 20. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you got the tigers by 20 well mate i was going to try and be spicy and say the tigers by four or something like that but the answer is that no i've still got the dragon by at least at least 20 for this one there's just too many outs in that team they're just soft all over the park uh all right let's yeah sunday
2: sorry guys go, sorry guys re- real quick real quick okay okay who which team has had the my sin bins this year dragons Dragons. Yeah, okay, who's tied with the dragons for most in-bins this oh, year with I nine. think it might be the Sharks. <sighs> Stu, what do you think?
0: I'm just, I'm. my brain's trying to work through. Let me have a look. Hey, Let John, me look what do you games. think?
1: Um, the Bulldogs. no nah, Bulldogs, nah.
0: okay. Waiting for Stu. Mate, I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on this one. Absolute blank, and I should know. I'm mean, going the Sharks. Three, two, one. Uh, yeah uh, okay. I'll say the Panthers It's not them But I've got to name
2: a team The Sharks with 9 Mitch
0: yes. is correct <laughs> I thought go.
3: so
2: Now who is the most Send-offs With 2 send-offs guys Dragons Dragons No Tigers Not the Dragons
1: I it's a Actually tiger. this must
2: be wrong Dragons have had Heaps of send-offs Instead they've only had 1 We've had like 2 or 3 Haven't we
1: Yep No a whole bunch of sing bins. Last
0: year? Only 1 send-off so, Same as in the game Versus the Panthers
1: A whole bunch of Sing-bins they just
3: get Simbin. No, they were the worst Simbins I've ever seen. Blue Pants given that game.
1: <laughs> Last year, I think they had, like, three send-offs. Like, there was a hit in the... James, magic, day game. game. That that, that was oh. that was a
3: send off though, and so was the Foo Mariner one. Oh, the Foo Mariner that's one. That's Paul it. Paps.
0: <laughs> <he, he> did... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Poor and... doesn't remember the whole season. He, he, he's Ryan probably got like a big blank to, on he his. He went life. back to
3: 1955 <laughs> with freaking Doc Brown, man. He's sent back to the future.
0: <laughs> he's, he's probably like, I was in year six, and now I'm playing footy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> In the sin bins, guys, because the sharks are what second on the ladder, and we're what second last or third last or something. Yeah, so yeah, yeah a lot the
0: of sharks have been cynical late ones, like where Jaden Brayley. Uh, so sorry, uh, Blake Braley has been like holding on to guys for like twenty seconds. Yeah, it's yeah more of the professional fouls rather than high shots.
1: Well, I think it just shows us and it shows everyone that the Shire is full of grubs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, John! I, th- I think you've just been banned, oh, wow. mate. That—that that is John Linquist. Uh, <laughs> don't the, tell any
1: of my clients that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it. Exactly right. Oh, mate, they, they take it serious down here. I tell you now. Yeah, they do. Like I'm a I'm a Panthers fan, and that's the only thing is, is that you're far enough away from the Shire at Panthers. They don't really hate him because it's a bit too far to travel. They uh, yeah, don't like the dragons, though. I. Oh, <laughs> Of course they don't like the dragons. Uh, hey guys, what's the toilet bowl? Oh mate, so Sunday, deadly seriously, guys. I'm glad that there's not too many matchups happening this weekend because imagine if your season comes down to having to watch closely the Titans versus the Knights. My God. <laughs> so because round 24, some people will be watching this hoping for Fafita or Frizzell to get up. So look, uh, I'll quickly kill- kick off the Titans. Patrick Herbert got the knee injury, so Brian Kelly's back, returning from injury. Uh, Philip Sammy still needs to pass concussion protocols. He's named the center. Jamin Joliffe, who I like a lot, has been promoted to the starting pack. And Black Book Time, Cleese Haas has making his NRL debut off the bench. So, uh, yeah, he, he's not even on the app, but I believe that he is a brother to paint Haas. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Then we got uh, Knights team. Uh, Mitch, what's happening with the Knights?
3: Tyson Brazil and Daniel Saifidi are welcome returns from a rib injury and COVID-19 respectively, which means Matt Croker and Jacob Saifidi move back to the bench. No sign of Anari Tuala in the 17 after he was stood down from the NRL last week. However, he has been listed in the reserves. As for Bredman Best, he is still sidelined with a hamstring injury and being a vlog. And that's the end of the night stuff.
0: Fair enough. And yes, Haas is the younger brother of Payne Haas. So appa- apparently the word is, and I'll just be real quick on this one, is that if uh, Fafita leaves to go to the Dolphins or something, Payne Haas might go to the Gold Coast, which is a downgrade if I've ever heard of one for uh, your chance of playing finals. Hmm. I guess if you want September off every year, you want to go to Bali, be nice. Hmm. Anyway, so look, uh, John, what are you thinking about this game?
1: It actually could be the best game to watch the round um, because it is like the battle for the Wooded spoon. It's like the disappointment mm-hmm. shield. It is like all these pl- all these people that w- you know. We we are backing these sides for maybe you know to snag a top eight spot. Mm-hmm. They have made finals recent years. They should have been making their next acceleration, the next level, and they have just tanked it. I think what we were saying about Tyson Frizzell the other day, like you know, he he left the the Dragons uh, to try and win premierships, and it's kind of <laughs> like, you know, leaving KFC, um, you know, to get a job at Maccas because you want a Michelin star. <laughs> like, it's 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 never it's never going to happen. He's really made a a poor decision. Uh, He's looking for feeder, took massive money to go to the Titans, and it feels like the Titans are now literally just a holiday zone. Um, with the Dolphins coming in next year, that club is in trouble. <laughs> because now, instead of having, you know, a place where you're going to go to chill out and kind of like, you know, the, you think the Gold Coast is like the Shire for Brisbane. Now you've got, you know, northern beaches opening up in the eastern suburbs. That's your Red Cliff. So that club, gone. So this is our last chance saloon to uh, maybe... maybe when a game over a team equally is dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: true. Well the fact that the Titans they look good for about half that game last week. And then even with twelve like against twelve, they still couldn't put the dragons away. So the Titans can the heck out of me. And there isn't a noise I would trust owning as well. Like, just real quick. I like would you trust any of these knights players at the moment, guys? For nope. your fantasy team?
3: No, they've got the big red line through them. Yeah. Except maybe Jaden Braley. I think, guys,
1: I think the white line is what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> They're
0: all injured, <laughs> mate. <laughs>
1: Yeah,
3: they're, they're all yeah, exactly. They're all 10 cast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh mate, I love I love to see what those drug tests were. Anyway, moving on. They apparently they won't make they're, them public. They're, they're not they're not concast, they're co cast. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate. Anyway, um so yeah, Jade and Brayley possibly, I guess, from that side. And even then, the fact that they've lost that game so comprehensively, like they just they almost gave up. They just ran it. Did they run out of class. What happened last week with the Knights, guys? Like, I was watching that game at Huxley's, and I couldn't even tell you what happened, right? It's just like, hey there, the Knights went back to being the Knights.
2: Um, no, I didn't watch that one.
1: Columbian and COVID.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. I, I guess they
0: were missing a bit of class. Like, you take Saifidi and... Frizzell out and you ask some rookies to basically come in plus Bradman Best and Tuala it was a lot to ask I guess they were maybe
3: outperforming for a half and let's, then they just uh, didn't come out let's uh, crack on Nick Andrew uh, David Fafita. sorry uh, correct out of 73 guys
2: the try at tackle busts in back to back weeks he's really mucking up his price for next year so great buy for those who got him since round 18 yep yeah. And he's definitely yep. worth, if, like, if you were head-to-head this week, against the Knights, he's
0: not a guy that uh, you want to be on the wrong side of. I know I was last week. I paid for it with a 73. So uh, if you've got a, if you've got a mm-hmm. trade left and a bit of cash, go get him.
2: He's an absolute boom player, guys. i got the Titans by 20. Uh, John, what do you have, mate?
1: Oh, I think, yeah, maybe titans by 15 i reckon they're just gonna throw a field goal on why not you're on the gold coast (laughs) (laughs) mitch uh titans by
0: 12 titans by 12 and look oh also the knights have a revenge round and uh they win by four excellent so look guys let's get to oh captain my captain this week and i think it's all pretty obvious that look nico hines versus the bulldogs is a pretty clear winner there like, he got 80 last week, and he didn't look troubled doing it. Uh, so, pretty safe bet. Now, Vice-Captain this week, guys, who are we thinking, Mitch? Who? who David Fafita? Yep. Yeah, against the Knights, that's a pretty good call. Nick, who have you got?
2: I've got Harry Grant. Okay, what What are you thinking, Grant versus Aristos? What's the thinking behind that? Uh, he could um, he could go gangbusters, but he's um, <clears throat> he should be making plenty of tackles, and it should be quite a fast game, I'd say. So he'll be getting um, uh, some wide break assists and line breaks himself. So they'll be relying on him um, to be quite influential, I think. For sure,
0: uh, that's that makes it that makes sense there because it'll be a tough game. Uh, pod, so a, a bit of a pod captain who's still a safe one, but you know probably won't be. Sort of one of the top three or four choices there. Ah uh, Mitch who have you got?
3: Uh, I got David for again. Excellent. Nick who have you got?
2: I think as I yo, um even though they could uh, roll over them and get the um, hit the showers early, I think he will play the full game and get the rest next week. so I would be tempted to captain Yo if you're um need to make up some ground, but really guys, you, you just can't go past Hines against the bulldogs like we shouldn't shouldn't really bother with someone like Yo if you got Heinz in team, right? Yep. Uh yeah, that's uh, the ceiling
0: for Yo is what, 75 seventy five if he gets a yeah. try. That's it. Uh yep, yeah, and look I, I'd say for feeder two. Uh now John. John, you've got a bit of a spicy pick here for Captain. Who 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 are you thinking this week? A trowel. Oh. Against the Cowboys, they're a bit softer. Yes, against the
1: Cowboys, but they've got... Uh, where did they have Drinkwater moving to? They had the moving into the heart. Five-eighths. But then you've got Hammer at fullback. He's he not stopping the him backfield. close. Mark has not been the player we thought he was going to be this year. And I think Luttrell is just going to... He's going to put him in his pocket. He's just going to... Oh, just go through him. It, it'll be great.
0: That's I true. Can see that. I can see that too. Look, Latrell makes sense there. Nick, sounds like you're jumping on the Latrell t- train too.
2: Yeah, I, I've grabbed my yo pick. I like the Fafita pod pick. Yeah, I agree with Latrell. I think it's a very spicy pick. I like it, mate.
3: Yeah, that's that is, true. That is, that is ultra spice. That is really, really good. And for not, me... that's worked I, out this I, year, but...
0: I reckon, I reckon I know that you were against Cam Murray, but I reckon looking at this Cowboys team, they want to, the Cowboys want to play straight up the middle which means Cam Murray will make yeah. a million tackles right? so I've got to miss my vice captain this week anyway, or him or Grant, but look, I reckon if you pog captain, Cam Murray he'll be better for the rest last week and I reckon they're trying to tune up for this game because they now realise especially after having lost that game versus the Panthers if they lose the next two and the Raiders win the next two, which are very winnable they're out make my season
1: mm, oh, the problem is Murray That that's a mean bench he's playing against I mean he just looks at them he might get an HIA so
3: Ooh, that's a good point you know that's a darn good point it
1: is but I, I
3: just figured yeah, that they'll he, be loading he's up winning the most yep. this year apart from Origin
0: that's all but he, he's he's scored well in games where he gets the minutes and I think he'll get them in this one because I'm looking They're at putting
1: their- a bike helmet on him
0: <laughs> yeah you brought if they if you could play with a bike, I would. to captain him every week. All right. Uh okay. So guys, does anyone have any trades left this week? I think it's only you, Mitch.
3: You left my spicy pick. My
0: spicy pick. Who's your spicy pick, mate? Ben Hunt. Moving on. Okay, it's a trade.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Who
0: I'm not. A, I'm not even representing that, mate. Don't <coughs> Nick, mid Nick. When you put up the post this week, don't even mention that. Okay. We got some reputation upkeep around here.
3: We do. Find the Tigers, man, he's got, he's got to crack one out sooner or later. It's the law of averages. Even a blind squirrel's going to find a nut eventually.
1: <laughs>
3: okay. okay, you know what? Put Mitch's name is it against Tom that Deirdre? one.
1: <laughs>
0: Ouch! Poor Tommy Deirdre. Uh All right, imagine him on the pool after this. After it's publicly known that he's ruptured testicle anyway game city go without winning and now that's happened to him oh (laughs) chance of playing finals and then it's you got to snap with a ruptured testicle (laughs) all right so uh (laughs) nick john and myself all
3: have no trades mitch i know that you're looking to possibly trade you and aiken yep i will absolutely be trading you and aiken and i'm looking to possibly go to either zach lomax or Jack Bird, given the Dragons' soft run home and the fact that Zach Lomax kicks the goals, so um, Jesse Ramey I, maybe. I, I I could go Jesse Ramey, but he doesn't kick goals, and uh, that look at that Tigers backline, mate. If Zach Lomax can't do anything against them, can't do anything against anyone. That's true, and I guess you know you Jesse Ramey so. could get sent off too. Like it's a bit risky. That's true. See, that Lomax Zach Lomax could flick past to around. the ref again. oh god
1: try it every play because be like oh it's the tigers it doesn't matter
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right he could do that you know oh god. uh okay moving on uh so we've got we've got our trades here now look we've only got a few questions this week i'll be honest with you guys like uh and look thank you for everyone who has put in your questions this year but we are getting the point of the season where people are out of trades or whatever so we've got a few less uh, at the moment and I've replied to a few of you on the DM on the Instagram or the Facebook but for the people who have asked Evan Bartlett head to head grand final two trades left Elliot to Madison I think that's a price issue there for some of the higher guys so Elliot to what do you guys feel about that?
3: Uh, Nick? I don't love it no I don't love it either I'm
0: going to dissent on that one. I reckon that the um, Maddow's starting to look better. And looking at the bench for Parramatta, they've got Makotoa, Jacob, Arthur, Oregon, Kafusi, and Nicore. Maddox playing almost the full minutes in that team. And the Broncos look very soft last week. So, look, I don't mind it because Elliot's only pushing out 30s or 40s. Maddox could go bigger. He could, but he could also get concussed. He could. And that's the risk near head-to-head time. But oh yeah. I
3: guess surely there's a better
0: option like that uh, butcher. Around That's 6. Like okay. Like. So let's go 630k. Middles. Nat
3: butcher is 669. Nelson. Nelson. Would you oh, against the Roosters I, 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 this week though? No, I wouldn't against the Roosters. <laughs> oh cheese, I don't mean. Cheese? No, nah, I don't love that either. He's
1: hitting his straps. No. So Madden Richardson. 690.
0: So you can go anyone below six ninety. ninety. Clamour. Oh, no. nap butcher layup. Nat butcher. Yeah, and if he's got Nat butcher, the second option would be, you know who I pick? Spicy pick? James Fisher Harris. Two weeks yes. off. Cranky yes. boy. A lot of other guys are going to get rested. He will play every game till the end of the season.
3: Yep, I like that better. That's a good one. Yep. And the fish. And he, and he won't. And that's a seriously interesting pod too. He is. His yeah, end. I like that actually. Yep.
0: Yeah, I, I like that's just the one that came out to me. I was like, he's had two weeks off, but not injured. He's just been suspended. He's been working out, you know, muttering to himself in New Zealand. So, anyway, okay, cool. Uh, anyway, that's my option there. Jim McHugh, guys. Uh, let me start you off with this one. I have two trades left. One, uh, one trade to cash out, and one trade to upgrade Tolhu Harris to either Latrell sean lane or nelson what are your thoughts i have the edge and the other grand final contender so he doesn't need to take a massive risk nick start with you um latrell latrell fair enough well i guess we've got to miss pod captain john what are you thinking out of those ones mate
1: no, I said Latrell is captain, but Sean Lane has been such a consistent performer.
3: Yep, I agree. That's Got true. go, Sean Lane. I agree if, with if he's
1: If he's not going risky, but if he wants to really risk it for the biscuit, I mean, Latrell and you have to captain him.
3: <laughs> so Sean Lane. <laughs> oh man, Sean Lane from round 18. Listen to these scores. In fact, let's go to round 16. Ready? Okay. Yeah. 64, 38, 50, 71, 70, 67, 71, and 41.
0: Yep. And the 41 last
3: week, they were they were just doing it pretty easy, right? Yep. He's actually performed better against teams like the. He put up 70 against the Panthers, 71 against the Rabbits, 71 against the Broncos. Sixty-four against the Rabbits, fifty-six against the Roosters. Like, wow,
0: that's actually really solid. And they're up against the Broncos. They're pretty. That, yeah, I, I, I like think
3: Sean Lane. The Latrell th- Latrell's groin could play up. His hamstring could play up. If You want a safe trade? It's Sean Lane.
0: True. The only Nelson thing I'd Trisky. say is, is, unless, if the other guy has Latrell, you might pick him just so that in case Latrell does go ham, at least you're not left out. Right. That's a but, good point. But if it's if it if he has neither, Sean Lane. Yep, yeah, totally. Uh, Just having a quick look through if there is anything else on the uh, notifications on this one. So I don't think that anyone else has sent us through any more DMs that I haven't replied to. So guys, I guess if you've got any last questions, send them through to us. Uh, Yeah, we're always happy to to chat it through. And as always, uh, thank you guys for listening in the season. And I guess it's time to say goodnight to you guys. So John, thank you for joining us this week. I've appreciated your uh insight and especially about like some of these uh some of these teams. So really appreciate, it, mate, and for the laughs.
1: Oh. Yeah. Thanks very much for having me guys. It's uh been a real pleasure. Excellent. Yeah, I'll cross it off the bucket list. Uh, make it finally onto some sort of media <laughs> <laughs> mate we're like the
0: lowest the lowest to you. it's like it's not even yeah, B grade. To that. it's like Z grade man but i do appreciate it. thank you for the consideration um look as always mitch thank you for for leaving whatever you got out on the field which is actually a fair bit this week with all those injuries plus beating me in head-to-head so well done i'm a kingslayer what are, what can i say oh mate i'm so filthy anyway moving on the tears right. taste so good i room. know i did everything mm, right
2: so <laughs> mm, so yummy
0: <laughs> let's just hope that you lose to younger brothers this week and then then all we'll will oh, be right with the world
3: you know what i was actually saying that to him the other day i would have rather lose to you or nick than anthony i'll never hear the end of it you two are good about winning you're good winners anthony is a terrible terrible winner and I hope you listen to, to me saying that.
0: You just let you before he starts. It's like if you win, mate, you suck. It's basically where you go with that one.
3: <laughs> I'll never hear the end of it from you two knuckleheads either. It's like, oh yeah, you lost to Anthony in the final. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're right, actually. Anthony, go, mate, go. Send us the DMs. We'll give you the good oil. Uh, he's, he's playing he's bad.
3: He's out of creep. trades. He, he's cooked. He's got 16 players.
1: Oh, Chris, mate. you can't even contemplate losing to him. That's.
0: <laughs> he got a. Oh, mate, that's a shocker. All right. So, uh and Nick, again, thank you for your work. And uh you're wrong about you and Aiken, but you're right on a lot of other things.
2: Oh, mate, mate. <laughs> I've put in like half an hour into that, mate. Like, seriously. I'm, I'm... Nick, Nick, I, I agree with you, you mate. mate. I agree. I agree.
0: I put a whole bunch of thank things in... Yeah. Okay. Anyway, look. Well, we'll list, listeners at home, let us know whether you think that you and Aiken has been a decent buy or bust this year. And then when I've got the weight of evidence, I'll crush Nick with it. Um, I'll put oh a poll God. up. How about that? Yeah, actually, that would be great. i do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Let, let's get some feedback. And look, thank you for you guys. You know, if you have listened through the end of the year, like it's, you know, our numbers are down a little bit as are everyone else's. But look, I appreciate talking to you guys this year. And, you know, if this is the last week you we speak to you, we'll be kicking off early next year with the pre-season previews. So, excellent. Anyway, this is us from the... And
3: pending negotiations with our sponsor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Your sponsor says we'll be starting early in the new year when the app opens. About that time just after Christmas and we, we all get sick of the big bash and we start wanting footy back. Oh, Fuck. You know, the cricket, I'm already sick of it. The, the cricket will already be done. You know, the whatever else will be done, and we'll. Eight we'll, is
1: not cricket. Come
0: on. Well, you know, I'll, I'll I'll be sick of watching NFL replays, and then we'll uh, we'll have to uh, kick into the season. Anyway, guys, uh, Boom and Bust team signing out.